What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Yep, it's DJ Damis. Let's get the show started. Before mm-hmm. we get into this, please make sure you're streaming on all our streaming platforms. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeart, and YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, the last show, I really didn't say this, but I want to say thank you to Wendy Williams for letting me come on her show. As you know, those of you that have been listening to me for a while, it's been a bucket list item for me to be sitting there with Wendy. I won't lie. I was extremely nervous. Thank you for mentioning it to me and congratulating me on the show. Oh, yeah. And you know. It was because uh, I knew it was your bucket list. Thing. Yeah. You guys were like two peas in the pod. Like, it was <laughs> Do you ridiculous. think so? Yeah. It was kind of, it was like, oh, God. I was extremely go. nervous, though. So that whole morning, I can't, all of this, like, these are just notes for us to guide, guide a conversation. But on this show, when me and Melissa first started here, mm-hmm. we didn't we have no notes. We had a camera. We would have guests come in. We would have, we have Floyd come in. For his first interview, five straight hours, not one note. Am I lying? <laughs> That's true. Not one note. Because we knew what was going to happen. We were just going <laughs> to let him just, just let him go. No, but I think even even I even I called damage. I was like, yo, like I think the chemistry is great here. Like mm-hmm. you, you know, like you, you're so transparent and open. Now I'm like, okay. And there was one day I called Melissa and I was going off about we need to open up more. She was like, have you watched the episode? I was like, no. I was like, it. then go watch the fucking episode. And then I called and her back. What I call you back? What I say? It, okay, it was really good. I was just like, okay. You know, because you 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 know you look at your baby grow, and we've grown from day one. Yeah, you know, you you're you're like in your mind about it, but like I'm so glad of where we are. But anyway, but back I, got, I digress. But with Wendy Williams, she was one of my bucket list items. Mm-hmm. I I I didn't write a list down, but I was just like, I got to get on the Wendy Williams show. I watch it every day. I DVR it every day. I went to the show once to meet her um, on my own. And so I was able to get on the show, but I was so nervous because they gave me tons of notes of mm-hmm. like beats that I had to hit that mm-hmm. would correlate with photos they were going to put in the mm-hmm. background. So I was stressed out, but um, I was able to get through it and we've exchanged numbers. We've been texting and stuff like that, but I won't lie. Sitting there with Wendy, she makes you want to be messy. Her presence <laughs> makes, you know, because if I get to talking to Melissa mm-hmm. and we just get to talking you know, because you're not a, you're not messy. She's petty sometimes, but she can also be classy messy. Uh-huh. I'm just fucking pure messy whenever it's time to go down, right? Wendy, when she walked out, I was nervous, but the minute she sat in the chair, I was like, I'm going to just say it all. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like your spirit animal. She really is, but we had a lot of fun, and she's so nice. And I will say to people that didn't get I mean, I did shoot behind the scenes. You got to go to YouTube and watch Hustle and Flow, the Wendy edition, but... um watching her off camera I was trying to really pay attention to like how she mm-hmm. you know because she's going through all the stuff with her husband mm-hmm. upbeat running through the studio happy Wait, smiling yeah you could tell when you drop a fuck nigga off of you like that she killed that fuck nigga weight and she looks great yeah so shout out to her and her whole team they were amazing yeah you can you can definitely tell that it's a glow yeah it's like the minute where you just like where the 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 rose colored lenses come off and you see shit for what it is and it no longer holds you prisoner because the relationship with him you know really fractured a lot of other relationships that she had with people Charlemagne being one of them and they've been open about that mm-hmm. um so you know the, the love can feel like paradise or a prison honey mm. that was deep yeah well I will tell you looking it. looking at her I would say you know Sometimes I'll go, man, I really want to be in a relationship. This is no jokes. This is not me setting up a joke. You know, no, this is not me setting up a joke. There are sometimes I go, man, I really want to be in a relationship. But then I think of relationships sometimes as just being like very prisonish, you know, like, you know, there's boundaries. So there's mm-hmm. already like the element of what you cannot do. Yep. And then there's a lot of 
bliss and freedom of being mm-hmm. able to do what the fuck you want to do. So when there's you're this, single? When you're single. Yeah. yeah, you can go wherever you want. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. You can go on dates. You, you can just do whatever you want. Yeah. And in a relationship, it does require a certain level of discipline. Yeah. And then if you get with somebody who tries to control you, like, I can't even think of being with somebody right now who would say, I don't want you doing that. What? <laughs> Excuse me? I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, a relation, if, if, if it's an exclusive relationship, that person's probably going to say, I don't want you dating or fucking anybody else. No, I get that. I mean, that's the one thing we have to get over. But as far as like, <laughs> you know, I don't want your career. Like, think about the sacrifices women go through for men. I just watched a clip online where mm-hmm. Jada, where Will and Jada were talking about their relationship in the early stages and how she really gave up her acting for the most part to take care of the kids to raise a family Mm -hmm. and then they had to get to a point where she had realized she was really miserable and he had realized she was miserable and they had to go to therapy and figure out how to like get back to feeling supportive to one another but I just am thinking like what what is a relationship in these day and ages because you're not really going to see like what relationships used to be with social media and the influence of just the world and just the demands of the grind I don't know well for me my pre- I have preferences and one of my preferences I don't like to date guys who are active on social media like wow. I, I can't you know I mean it's one okay. I just no okay. I don't like it's one of my requirements like if a guy is like super active on social media he's not for me I I use it as a tool as a business tool I'm not obsessed with it you all know I can take a very long break away from it because it doesn't you know control my life um, but men, I, it, nope, nope, nope. I want you to be as ignorant as possible. Like, what's that Instagramming thing yeah. that you guys do? Yes, hear. come on over. Could you date an Instagram model? <laughs> no. Hell no. 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 Why? Not for me. I it's, stay in my lane. Look, those girls that you know make money just showing ass on Instagram, good for them. Not for me. But some guys love their women getting all this attention, knowing that they're the it's only man that they can have. Good for them. But, it, I, you know, I, I, the way I came up, man, the way I went to school and stuff, I need a hardworking woman. Not saying that stuff isn't hard work, but it's just a, diff, it's just a different lane. It's not for me. You wouldn't see me talking to an Instagram girl. Are you okay with men wanting your woman? Yeah. You are? Go ahead. Are you, you're confident? Like, yeah, I got her. Look all you want. Are you, what about you with a man that every woman wants? Like, could you date? Fuck you, Jason. <laughs> no, <it's fine. laughs> but when you say date, I mean relationship. Like, I could talk to somebody that's an Instagram model, but no, I'm go, not. Go could you date Sergi Baca? You're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> could you? No. No. Again. No. No, Sergi Baca. <laughs> First of all, Sergi Baca. If he wins the championship, we've already been talking. We're going to Disneyland. You can. You should come with us. <laughs> I'll go to Disneyland. That's fine. But here, here's one of the main problems so with Serge. Is, is, forget the fame. It's the age. He's like 27. Serge he's is, that young? He's so young. This is how women so diminish men's uh, ability not, to be a man. He's a, you know Serge is a man. Yeah, a man out here enjoying being single. <laughs> no, he's young, rich, fly, and single. Yeah, and he should be that. For a long time. Okay, what about Blueface? Who? <laughs> Blueface. Blueface, baby. Tatiana. Come on, Tatiana. <laughs> oh, I'm, <yeah>. I'm... <laughs> That's not your type. 
Okay, moving right along. Um, okay, well, the reason why I bring up relationships is just so much going on in relationships. Could you imagine with this first story that's happening, uh, Damage, you want to take a stab at it? <laughs> Current events? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, a man try not in to, China try not to woke up to discover that his penis has been chopped off after a night out with a group of friends. They ain't your friends. Surprise! So, uh, Metro UK reports that 44-year-old man... Uh, Tan Nan of Hanan. Am I saying this right? Hunan. Hunan was drinking <laughs> heavily with a group of his friends. He fell asleep as a result. He woke up the next day after feeling a sharp pain. Boy, that's an understatement, the word sharp. And notice his penis was hanging off with just a little bit of skin. Just a little bit. Uh. Yeah, it took him to several hospitals due to the heavy bleeding, but turned was turned down since uh, they told him he was they were unable to perform their emergency surgery. He was finally treated by medical officials in a place I can't name. It's a hospital out there in China, I guess. And doctors reported that his penis has been successfully reattached after several hours of surgery. Yeah, but they don't know if he's going to be able to use it anymore. They can use it. They get back up. I mean, but it, it sounds like it took a while for them to find a hospital willing to even do this. He's just rolling around you with his fucking dick in his hands. 24 hours. Yeah. And you put it back on. Is that real? Yeah. Well. Any, any whatever you call it. What is it called? Lig- figment. Well, I don't the words, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Side note, I have to dispel the rumor that all Asian men are not well in doubt. Because if you go on Pornhub, there's actually Asian porn that dispels that rumor. I just want to put that there. It's a little known fact. I don't know. I logged on one day. It was a little known fact. This? No pun intended. Somebody was thinking it just now. Well, let me say that. The idea of someone, somebody cutting off my penis. Like, you have to really hate somebody to do that, right? And you have to really be drunk to get that shit cut off like that. And not feel it, not know it was happening oh, right at the moment. Because look at you guys. No, nobody's even touched your shit. And I, you guys are all sitting here, oh, like, I, squirming oh, and whatnot. I, feel it. I felt that one. I felt that story every slice. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Like, I just don't think there's anything that would make me hate somebody so much that I would do that. Huh? Cheating? I mean, STD? No, I mean not to cut it off, like t- really? to saw somebody's penis off. Do you know how? Like you have to really be like, yeah, angry. I know, Lorena Bobbitt. What's mm. up, girl? <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Like I can see why. I could see why. I don't know who did this to him. If those are his friends, nobody asked who the fuck took my. They dick had no off? time. Well, they helped him get to the hospital. Okay, it well, must not been maybe there. it was a ghost. I don't know. Oh, but look, here's the, I don't understand. I but I can understand why a woman would be infuriated to the point, especially one with a temper. Ladies in the comments, please note what would make you cut a man's penis off. I'm interested in knowing what you would why you would want to cut your man's penis off. First of all, you probably got with him because he got a dick. I mean, most women that's what they want to give the man. That's probably why he cut it most off. women ain't looking at a man saying, "Oh." He's going to provide an amazing future. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just Hollywood. No, no, no. There's a lot of women that will settle for, like, he'll give me a really good life, but he doesn't, like, you know, get their motor running. Really? Yeah, but then they're they're cheating. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They damn sure are. I mean, let me not say that they are or not, but, you know, I mean. But this goes back to the conversation we were having the other day in my house. Like, if you get with a man, if you could get with a man whose penis game is subpar, Mm-mm. But he's providing everything for you. What you mean? Mm-mm. You can get toys. You nope. can get a little. Nope. 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 See? I don't okay, know. If so... it's, I don't know if it's the Scorpio in me or whatever the case is. But for me, sex is huge. Like, <laughs> huge. Well, speaking of huge, though, but size <laughs> size shouldn't always matter because 
that man at some point in life, his penis is not going to work the same. Yeah, it is. We no, it's not. No, no. You do get to a certain age where you, you, you it, I mean, Cialis, Viagra. Most men, yeah, but yeah, even then. all types of stuff now. Yeah. Who wants to be taking that all the time? Horny goat shit. weed. I don't, it's I don't just a pill. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, eventually, uh, shit. Mm-hmm. It's possible eventually I will slow down. I don't know when that's going to happen. I don't know when it's it's not going to be that important for me. I see that being about 20, no, but, 30 years away from where I am now. Yeah, they say as women get older, they get more... Freaky. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's like... What the, do men get? They, it goes down. Erectile dis- dysfunction. Oh. So it's, women it's get more... Up. Yeah, sexual and men get less. Yeah, which is probably why I have like so many like youngins trying to kick it to me. Yeah, they know what you want. So if I was like seventy with a thirty-year-old, is that bad? Um, twenty-five. No, it works for you guys. It does, right? <laughs> it yeah, it doesn't guys. work for us. Mm. Yeah, let me be like you know fifty, rocking like a twenty-eight-year-old so on you, my arm. People would be like judging me like a motherfucker. So do you think you'll be sixty with like a six-year-old woman? What a sixty-year-old yeah. woman? Prob. I don't know. That's gonna be old together. <laughs> it's not wrong with being old. What y'all gonna do? Y'all gonna look, go? You gonna take her to bingo? About, but look, you was talking about Angela Bassett. Old is not like what old true. used to That's be. That's true. Old That's is true. still like ah. But Angela Bassett is rare. It's not that no, rare though. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. I think that there's like you know. There's some bad ones out there. That Janet 60. Jackson's 53. I just saw her See? the other night. She looks amazing. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Shit. I might be out there with a 60 year old. Yeah. Tomorrow. I mean. That would be, I'd like to see it. I would like to see I'm going to just keep me a 30-year-old that can give me a bath. <laughs> who gave who a bath the other day or today? No, I gave somebody a bath. You gave somebody a bath. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, well. Um. And, the, and the damn neighbors, I got to go have a conversation with them because their fucking landscaper was sitting there watching. Because, you know, they're looking through my window, but they just watch it. I'm like, why is you watching? Why weren't the drapes closed or something? <laughs> because the bathtub is sexy with the window open. He wanted the sun to shine in. Yeah, Deb, shine the light on this thing. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so the Crips have moved to secure Nipsey Hussle's marathon slogan. Mm. Members of the Crips gang are making sure Nipsey Hussle's marathon continues. In documents obtained by the blast, Nipsey's fellow gang members have registered his popular slogan, the marathon continues to be used in a mixture of services to help better the lives of youth in the community. Go That's for it. awesome. Yeah. Um, the news site reports that the application was filed by the Crips holding company, Crips LLC, on May 16th. <laughs> Shout out to the Crips LLC. Wait, that, what? Yeah. What do you mean Crips LLC? Is that an organization? Yeah, Did you make this a, shit no. up, Kelvin? Why, wait, wait, why why can't y'all believe the Crips got an LLC? Wait a minute. How, how do you file taxes? What do you like what are what, it's what are right It's a community organization. <laughs> but what do you write off? Come on, the Crips ain't just about murder. Okay, Big U, I am officially inviting you. I told you in Atlanta I was going to bring you on the show. Now I need Big yeah. U to explain to me Crip LLC. And that's great you said Big U cuz Big U do so much stuff for the community. Oh, he really if, does. He really mm-hmm. does. So it makes sense. Big U is the only person I know to I talked to Big U at Dish Nation and mentioned I was going to go to Wildin' Out at Tyler Perry Studios. He's the only person I've seen Get in while and out studio. I mean, Tyler Perry Studios with no pre-pass. He just walked in with the homies. They I'm know like, what it is. Well. That's where you make a phone call. <laughs> Nigga, mean, we coming through. Yeah, we exactly. Here. Big U comes through and you're just like, no one asks questions. Security yeah, he's a good guy, though. Big U yeah. does a lot for the community. Yeah, he's just got, you know. But Crip LLC, Crip does he own LLC. that? LLC. <clears throat> Who is We're the gonna CEO? Have to, we're going to have to ask him. Other, we should really bring him on. Other services listed by the Crips for Nipsey's catchphrase include developing educational manuals for others in the field of community organizing, organizing, organization and gang prevention um, and gang interventions. I'm with it. 
You know the Hell's Angels, they they sell merchandise, they have businesses going, mm-hmm. and that's a mm-hmm. criminal organization. It's good to see the Crips actually step up and do something. Now they got Cola. You know, now we, we're seeing them. They don't uh, have Cola. Yes, they do. What are the Bloods doing? The Bloods got, uh, what is it called, Blood Pop. No, they don't. I swear to God, in Atlanta. I can't. In Georgia. Well, listen, get your money. And if it's all positive, exactly. you know, do your thing. Okay. Well, the application also mentions entertainment services to be provided by celebrities, comedians, rappers, and community organizers from both the Crips and the Blood Gang members, um, the Blast reports. After Nipsey's tragic death, the two gangs decided to come together to bring peace in the streets That's and amazing. even held a meeting with the top leaders in each organization. So what's, like, the outcome been? Like, have people been... I mean, I will say in the city, it was really weird after Nip died. I mean, just the feeling was really interesting and seeing the, the gangs come together. I haven't really been following like where people are on all that. Yeah. That's why I wanted Big U to come out. And I told him in Atlanta, I was just like, you know, I feel like you're one of the few voices that could make sense out of all this, you know, yeah. at least. Um, and so he's he said he would come on the show. So hmm. Shout out to the Crips, man, doing something for the community. Shout yeah. out to the Crips. We've never said that on the show. We've said a lot of things. We've never shout out the Crips. Yeah, shout out, the shout Crips. out to everybody out there. I'm a neutral party. I get along with everybody. Mm-hmm. I get along with everybody and don't like nobody at the same damn time. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. Next. The uh, 2020 elections are right around the corner. Hello. There are 23 Democratic uh, nom- uh, people Most um, of them running are trash. for the, Yeah, running for the nomination. Officially running is uh, New York City's mayor. No, you're not about to read this whole list. Well, okay. Well, there's a, let me just say, there's a few standouts because there's a whole bunch of them. There's 23 motherfuckers. Give and, me your top five. So, Mayor uh, Bill de Blasio. Mm. That's one of your top five? I'm... The top five who Worth are notable. Okay. 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 Um, former Vice President Joe Biden. Okay. Okay, Biden. Um, Senator uh, Kamala Harris. Um, From the Bay. From okay. the Bay. Okay. Senator Elizabeth Warren. Okay. Uh, Senator Cory Booker. What uh, about the tech guy? Uh, Beto O'Rourke is running. Beto is running. He fell off a little bit. Nobody's talking about him. Like there was like this like huge momentum. Let me let me tell y'all who y'all need to watch. Because if you ain't paying attention, you sleep. Mayor Pete Bootengig. Yeah. That motherfucker is the white Obama. I don't want to say the white Obama. Oh, you said it. Already. I don't want to say the white Obama, but he is tapped into the millennials. He is smart. He is relatable. He's practical. I mean, he has a good answer for everything. And he's the underdog. So I'm he's he's in my top three. I'm gonna put him, uh Pete Booten okay, it's Kamala Harris, let's just get to her. She's out. We're just gonna put her out. out. First of all, she's pers- prosecuted more African Americans, I think, I wanna say, in the state of California mm. than any other attorney general. I don't know. I I'm 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 just saying that there's a lot of You're not feeling that. I'm not feeling her. Um, I think we reached out to her. Somebody connected us to interview her. So mm-hmm. we should bring her on the show. I'm gonna tell her I I personally I'm not I'm not here for you. Elizabeth Warren, she thought she was uh, Indian. <laughs> yeah. The Trump. fuck you gonna just conveniently become an Indian? Yeah. Indian or Native American? Indian, Native American? Native American. Is that different? Yes. yes. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Listen, I left school early, nigga. I had to get a job. Right. <laughs> I Where guess she took like an ancestry DNA she probably test. Is. And it said she what was. What if like, she found out she was Chihuahua? Now who do you represent? Chihuahua? She would <laughs> Yo Keto Taco Bell. Mexican. All right. Joe Biden, I fuck with him. Why? Because he wrote with Obama. But he's they not They were drastically different. But there's a lot of drama surrounding Joe now, mm-hmm. right? Handsy Joe. And Mira Bill de Blasio, nobody cares about him. 
No, mm. I don't like him. And Cory Booker, trash. Mm. Well, we won't call him trash. Who is he dating? Rosario Dawson. But see, <laughs> oh, the, wow. there's the problem: is that we care are more about who he's dating. Are they really dating? Let, he, we gonna find out he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> Cory Booker tooting that thing, right? All right. You got Andrew Wang in there. Who is that? He's a tech dude. I don't Google. know. Who the Look, first of all, it's twenty three of them, so it's not our fault that we can't remember which each one represents. Hold like, on. come on, guys, wrap it up. Okay. Okay, Bernie we'll, we'll Sanders. Too old. <laughs> too How old. How can you be too old? Bernie's gonna get in there and die, and then we're gonna have this next nigga, and that's gonna be the person that none of us really want. He's like the throw, <laughs> like the the, the 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 what's the prize winner when you don't win the big prize? Like when you do Kelly, when you do Kelly and Ryan, yeah. and you either win the trip to Antigua or you get the steak. The runner up. We don't want the steak. We yeah. want Antigua. Yeah. So yeah, oh, no, he's man. out. Sorry. Okay. Well. And he's too angry. He screams all the time. It reminds me of my grandmother. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of grandma. Speaking of grandmothers, Dr. Warwick, when can we have her funeral? I'm ready. Okay, so Dionne Warwick, she's recently come under fire for saying Beyonce has not reached icon status yet. I've never liked Dionne How? Warwick. I never liked her because I can't I can't trust anybody that says they're a fucking psychic. When she used to do that 1-800-call-me-up-and-get-your-future bullshit, you. like, first of all, she smoked about 30 packs of cigarettes a day. She looks like Darth Vader's mother if she was reincarnated. And on top of that, I don't even know one fucking Dionne Warwick song I would but, sing. But do you want to know it's so crazy? And she had a bad curl back in the 80s. I, hate, I don't <laughs> trust nobody curl. with a bad curl. There was Wave New there were all types of pressing curls that girl was if she wasn't Whitney Houston's cousin but and that's you, even questionable but you want to you want to know what's so crazy what? is she is second only to Aretha Franklin as the most charted female vocalist of all time Ooh. really who, who? Uh, Dion Warwick. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm over her 56 of her singles does she have the trach what's that hole right here what's that called no oh she just sound like that naturally <laughs> <laughs> 56 of her singles ma- made it to the Billboard Hot 100. Oh, between, well, this is probably why you don't know. It was between 1962 and 1998. Who the fuck the was around The golden years. Yeah. Who the fuck was around then? My mom. Yeah. Well, so my she, mom's dead. So. She's 78, and I guess she just doesn't feel like... This is, I hate old people. <laughs> no. I hate old people. Because old people... I know I'm going to be one of you, so I'm going to just talk about myself right now. I mm. know when I get old, I'm going to be an old, bitter queen. Sitting on a fucking porch with a fine ass 30 year old in a rocking chair talking shit about all the young people like Dion is. But I'm having a hard time understanding who woke her up out of her. What kind of bed do those people live in? Oh, no. Orthopedic bed? Mm-hmm. Temperpedic. Look at me. No, not temperpedics. The people who need help getting out the bed. I don't know. Not life alert. That's what she wears when she goes to the shower. <laughs> I'm talking about the Stop bed. Talking. The bed that got the rails and shit on it. We got holsters <laughs> holding your hands there to make sure you don't do nothing in your sleep. But anyway, Dionne Warwick, who woke her up that day and said, today you're going to attack Beyonce? I now, don't know. Was it a full attack or she just said she's not reached she that point She don't get to yet. speak on Beyonce. She's, she doesn't yeah, have no, license. She's, she's, she's not yours, Dionne. Yeah, she's kind, of she's, back, she's kind of backtracking her words, but basically what she alluded to was that Beyonce has not reached icon status so everybody needs to stop throwing the word around as it relates Why? to Beyonce I'm just like <laughs> Beyonce? Uh, Dion Warwick Dion Warwick if you're listening if anybody's taking your hearing aid out and putting this in your ear <laughs> I, don't, Yo, I don't fucking like you anymore I never did anyway I never really understood the infatuation word. what love song could you literally I listened to 
Strange Fruit by uh, Nina Simone. Oh my God, that woman Nina had some Simone. lungs. Mm-hmm. That woman was smart. She Ooh. was an activist. She mm-hmm. was like, she's every. I'm learning. I'm discovering Nina Simone. I know you already know mm-hmm. her. I know you already know her. But like, I'm discovering her and I'm listening to her music. I'm like, God, damn, this music is Powerful. amazing. Who is sitting up riding around in the car with their homies talking about put on Dion Warwick, <laughs> put it on. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Shut the fuck up! I'm so Ooh. sick of I'm so sick of people who are just bitter. Like, why you gotta hate on the next person? This is a black woman who's transcending mm-hmm. every the world. She, the bitch is in Mars. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know. I um I guess she just feels that she doesn't have enough skin in the game. But I mean, exactly what cl- what qualifies you as an icon if Beyonce's you know discography and her you know and all of her you know just her entire 20 year what 20 year plus history that doesn't qualify go to one of the shows and you'll see an icon you don't even have to look at the stats it's an icon on the stage i mean it's 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 really like not even disputable yeah it's like what yeah i think it would have been okay for her to say no she shouldn't have said nothing <laughs> I mean cause she could have big up Whitney you know Whitney was the voice the, cause no doubt about it Beyonce is an amazing phenomenal performer and all this I don't think we're gonna be singing Bills 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 when we're 90 I don't fuck I ain't gonna be singing it mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying there's shit she has that you just that's not timeless Beyonce doesn't have a lot of timeless music but the in presence. this generation yeah. she's what this generation is there was somebody listening to Dion smoking 90 packs of Newports back in the fucking 60s and saying that shit was hot. I I probably I wouldn't have. But anyway, maybe she was doing what was it? But the thing is, like, I'm not a huge Beyonce fan. I'm not putting on the Beyonce I'm just saying. <laughs> but let me tell you something. When I watched the joint on Netflix. The home going. Home going. Home you going. don't. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we home talking about home going. Because we talking about Dion Warwick. Home I going. Home going. I mean, homecoming. Icon. Like, I'm not sitting there bumping the CD all day long, but I can watch the whole thing and feel inspired. My, I'm just saying, no, no, oh. for me not to be a super fan, I was inspired. I, I wanted to turn the shit off and start doing something. I was like, what am I doing with my day? Listen, not I was there. Shit. I was there. Not only was and this is why I love Rihanna. Rihanna was there sitting front row as a fan, absorbing in all that greatness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were sitting there tripping like, damn, Riri is there. Because, you know, for years they try to pit those two against each other. That's the thing I don't understand. Why people have to hate one another or, or throw shit on some other, somebody else to be somebody. And they I don't t- do it to men. They don't do it to women. Well, no. you know, I said before here that, like, women are the easiest, easiest people to basically disregard. Yeah. I mean, men don't really do that, right? Or well, get pitted, pitted it's against al- each it's other. It's always it's always going to be an assumption that because that that since women are so called catty, that any woman that presents a source of competition to another woman, you're automatically going to dislike her, which in actuality is not the fucking truth. It's- and people say that Diana Ross, who and she is a phenomenal trailblazer. She ain't just saying it because she's mm-hmm. my friend, Mama, but she's a trailblazer. She's uh, she's beautiful. She's I mean, she's done a lot of iconic things. She ain't never won no Grammy. Beyonce's mm-hmm. won what twenty three Grammys now, twenty two Grammys. So mm-hmm. I mean, what what where's the marker on what's great? I don't think Halle Berry should have got the Oscar for getting fucked in Monsters Ball. I think, I think Angela Bassett should have got it for playing Tina Turner. Even True. Angela Bassett. Am I lying? Yeah, no, you're not lying. That, that is that, uh, that was Tina. She, she was robbed. Both of them were robbed. Her and um, uh, Lawrence Fishburne both robbed that year. Period. Yeah. Did they give it to um, they gave it to Halle that year? Right? Was it that that? No, 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 no. What's Love got to do with it was like nineteen ninety six. Okay. Well, she should have got that. Yeah. No, Monsters Ball. 
was 2003. That was the year they said, here, black people, take it we and go. We're going to give everybody exactly. one. So, what's a, so Denzel got it for training day. Mm-hmm. Um, Sydney Poitier, Poitier got, got the, it for the Lifetime Achievement Award uh-huh. or whatever. Cecil B. DeMille Award uh, or whatever. Whoopi Goldberg was hosting. Yeah, it was Whoopi! A, it, it was, was a, a blackout. Yeah, here. Take here's it your, and go. Here's your once a century yes, award show. Well, I take it and go. What makes you an icon is the presence on the culture, right? When you look at Michael Jackson, it was the moonwalk and the glove. And you can name so many people, James Brown. When you look at Beyonce, all these songs that come out, there's a dance to it that I feel like are timeless. Like for weddings, until the end of time, you're going to be doing the single ladies dance or you're mm. going to be doing the get me body dance. It's the impact that you have on that culture at that time. Beyonce is clearly an icon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even I can see that. And I'm not a super fan of Beyonce. Here, I can. Here, I'm gonna name a a, a Dionne Warwick song. Oh, you got one. I got. We one. are the world. Uh, she was she in was that. Just, she was featured in it. It's not her song. That's the only song I know. Okay, um, she jumped in. I say a little prayer. I say a little prayer that she shut the fuck up. <laughs> what other song? Um. <laughs> Anyone who had a heart. Anyone who had a heart, tell her to That's shut the fuck song. up. Wishing and hoping. Wishing and hoping Wishing she would shut the fuck and up. Hoping. Um, don't make me over. Don't make me come over there and shut you the fuck up. <laughs> and I warned your ass, Dion. Yeah, that's sad. Nah. God bless you, Dion. You're getting old, and, and I know, you know, people start to lose their minds. And listen, God bless you. Did I say anyone who's had a heart? Okay. Anyone who's had a heart, <laughs> tell Dion Warwick to shut the fuck up. Okay, well, let's get off that. Okay. Beyonce's an icon, or, or at the very least, an icon in the making. I don't know what the standards are. I think are, she's but an icon. I do too. I think she's an icon. I mean, she's doing everything perfect with grace. I mean, she didn't even punch her husband in the elevator when her sister was kicking his ass. She didn't have to. She Solange stood there in went, peace. Yeah. Went crazy. I think the song Ape Shit is about Solange. <laughs> it has to be. It's got <laughs> to Solange let me. everybody know, bitch, I'm from Houston. Yeah. I'll fuck y'all all I up. I will kill you. Yes. Um, <laughs> Side note, if you're not iconic after you come out of that and make all the money, we were talking at my yeah. house the other day about how much money they've made the tours, on the run three tours. I mean, you've been on the run for two years. We don't want to see you no more. Yeah. I, I, I don't like seeing Beyonce and Jay-Z together. I, have you been to a... Be- Beyonce and Jay Z concert? No, I, I, I ask no, people that. I have agoraphobia. Okay? Have you been to a Beyonce concert? I can't go. Have you been to a Beyonce? Concert? I can't go to concerts. Have you been to a Beyonce concert? I have not gone. Okay, well I'm I taking you to the next concerts. one. We'll go to the next one. We'll get good seats or good passes. But or something. I, that's a question I ask people. I'd be we like, ladies, be do you like Jay Z with your Beyonce like a meal? Mm-mm, no, because mm-hmm. a lot of them go. Mm-hmm. Because this is how the show goes. Jay Z comes out, and at first everybody's like, hey. And then there's no like, there's no real performance. It's lights and video and this and that. And then the songs are iconic. Well, the songs are amazing. You take you back to like, you know, yeah. blue, you know, whatever all those albums. But then when she comes out, it's like dancers, pyro, fucking digital. There's dancing. There's like water. It's, it's a, it's an, it's an you know where Jay Z thrives? He thrives in like an MTV unplugged kind of thing, like intimate setting. The acoustics yeah. are good. You know what I'm Jay. saying? Where he doesn't have to mm-hmm. strain his voice. Because when he's on that big ass stage with her, the category five hurricane that she is, it's just a lot. He, his voice just is not meant to be screaming his lyrics like that. Yeah. And it just it just doesn't sound and, good. And what Jay Z talk about, you want it in an intimate setting anyway. Exactly. You want to feel the words. Because you don't want to see him because rocking the crowd necessarily. Exactly, yeah. because he's gonna do some side, you know, ad libbing and stuff yeah. like that. And it's just it's gonna be it's gonna be super cool. That's what he is. He's cool. Her, she is a category five. She's like our Tina Turner. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say, and people think I'd be dissing Jay when I say it. I, I love Jay Z. I think love one, Jay-Z. come from Marcy Projects. I took a train there on accident once, got off. There was a oh, fire. God. There was a garbage can on fire. I went right back in the subway. I was like, nigga, where the fuck? 
The fuck you invited me to game night and the f- what? It was warming up. I got off because I don't know New York. They're like, take the L train. They always take try to tell you to take the these fucking trains. Listen, I got off the fucking train, walked up. There was a garbage can on fire. I went right back down, got right back on the train, went right back to Times Square. I'm like, nigga, I don't do that. <laughs> I can't believe you actually went to Borough. On they didn't the even. Train. T- well, I go to the Boroughs here and there. Like, I'll go to the Bronx. Which bur- Okay. I'll, I'll go oh, to the Bronx. The Bronx, the Bronx is the Borough no, for you. You. The- Brooklyn, no. No, I got off the train in Bronx and they got Brooklyn the acting crazy. And yeah. I went and got right in the car. The ex is no. crazy. No, but Queens, I've been to one time. Why? For the airport. I was looking at an apartment. I was going to move out there. I don't know why. Oh. Queens, I went to once. Uh, Brooklyn, I love. I love Brooklyn, going to Brooklyn. Yeah, I love Especially Brooklyn. now, it's just, it's a different Brooklyn now. Uh, Yeah. Ridiculously gentrified. So many white folks there. When you I'm... see white people on a bike, it's safe. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. no, no. Whatever they call it, they're, you know, what they're calling. Um, oh God, what was it called? It says past um, Bedsty. It w- Bushwick is now called. Oh. No, 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 no. Now it's East Williamsburg. Get the fuck out of here! It's fucking <laughs> they Bushwick. Changed Bushwick. Bushwick. Can I say something? If you're from New York, I love you. I love New Yorkers. Um, I love. I, I we I, we were reminiscing. We took a walk down memory lane. Uh, Melissa used to live in the Wall Street District, which mm-hmm. is where the money is, mm-hmm. in this beautiful ass high-rise apartment with this beautiful, most beautiful balcony. And yeah. she would have parties over there and we would go over there and have a good time and she'd be smoking so much weed. I, I could ride my now. bike on my balcony. It was so big. Damn. It was yeah. like 900 It was really nice. Feet. Now see, if awesome. I lived in New York, I got to live like that. Yeah, that, like, that apartment was pretty fucking fine. That was really nice. Yeah, it was. Okay, y'all, it's time for another Hollywood hookup. Now I have a question for you. Do you have life insurance? If mm. you don't, you're kind of tripping right now, and I mean, you're really, really tripping, but no worries, because if you've been procrastinating, you know, I don't have it yet, but guess what? Technology what? has caught up to make this thing so much easier, mm-hmm. and the thing to help us is called Policy Genius. Tell them about it. So Policy Genius is the easy way to shop for insurance online. Everything's online these days, and this is something I've been waiting for. Thank God. In just two minutes, you can compare quotes from the top insurers to find your best price. So clutch. The best price sounds good. That's right. And once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all of the paperwork and the red tape. Thank you. That means no sales pressure, no hidden fees, just financial protection and a peace of mind. That's awesome. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy. They also can help you find the right home insurance, which I need, auto insurance, and disability insurance. That's great. So if you need life insurance, but you've been busy literally doing everything else, which I understand, check out Policy Genius. It's an easy way to compare all the top insurers and find the best value for you. Tell them that where to find it. PolicyGenius.com. Nobody wants to shop for life insurance. That's why we made it easy. So Lamar Odom. He's got a book out right now, mm-hmm. and he is the book game doing, is lit. He is doing the press tour, boy, and he's revealing everything. He is revealed he was addicted to sex and has mm. had sex with more than two thousand women. Ooh. And that's uh, a body count. Yeah, he also said that he, you know, um, was kind of abusive towards Chloe, um, and that one time Chloe caught him having sex with a stripper and beat the shit out of her. They, that was a pretty toxic union. Um, what's your current body count? I don't know. <laughs> Who keeps track? How does he know? I know? was watching Pose the other day. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm addicted to Pose. Pose, I, which is a TV show on FX, I and have, I love it too. I, and yeah, What we, is it about? I have one of the actors. I'll let her tell you because she can yeah. set it up much better than me, but I will say I have one of the actors' numbers on my phone, and I remember... 
the day he came over and introduced himself to me that I'm so-and-so, um, we should know each other. And I'm like, okay. And he was like, I'm on this new show called Pose. You don't mm -hmm. know who I am? I'm like, no, I've never seen Pose. He was like, you've never seen this? And then everybody around me, you haven't seen Pose? You haven't yeah. seen Pose? Oh, my God. And apparently he's one of the stars. But he yeah. was just in the scene where they had to go get HIV testing. What yeah. I love about the show, if you don't watch Pose, you could be straight, gay, or whatever. If you're straight, you should watch it because you should learn more about the culture that young black people young people of color young gay people go mm -hmm. through when they're kicked out of their homes mm -hmm. and they have to find houses to mm -hmm. become a part of because they've been ostracized or kicked out from their families yeah. they're touching on so many real important issues that i think affect gay people and then i thought the scene where they went to go get hiv testing the conversations they were having yeah. the the fear of going in the excitement of being negative the one guy who went and found out he was positive and then came out and acted like he was negative and yeah. i mean there's oh. so many but i mean this deep it, deep things yeah. uh, in that show that it's a it's, a it's a it's a period piece you know okay. it's, a, it's a series on fx but it also um it takes place right at the like ground zero of the aids epidemic when you know the late 80s mm -hmm. or yeah in the late 80s mid to late 80s so it was when people were still trying to even figure out what hiv and aids was they had no idea they called it like the gay cancer at the time you know and so it was People, there was there was no drugs. There was like nobody knew. How, people were just like dying, like often like record numbers. So, it's uh kind of like juxtaposed against the ballroom dance scene in the LGBT community. Um, and it's just awesome. And it really took a lot of because even for me, I mean, I I, I always say I, I'm writing my first book now and I'm almost done. I always wanted to write a book called Displaced because I really feel like. I don't fully belong in the gay community. And I don't fully belong in the straight community in terms of sense of yeah, where yeah, I, you yeah. know, because I like I don't identify with the ballroom scene. I don't identify with coming out to my parents. I don't identify with uh, the stuff that happens in the the gay community all the all the time. You know, what I mean, like I barely until we had T. S. Madison on the show, mm -hmm. I had never even really knew a transsexual or talked to a transsexual. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of ignorance that I had for the, my own community. And when I got on television for the first time and became exposed to the world who can come at you on social media and say what they feel about you, then I started saying like, damn, like I have a heart for these, you know, these young gay kids who don't feel like they belong anywhere. So I'm going to go on MTV and kiss a guy. So that way they can fucking see that you can be cool. You could be gay. You can hang with the most famous, richest athlete in the world, but you can also have like the baddest, you know, chick is your home girl. You can do whatever you want. You can be whoever. You just have to have that confidence. But when looking at Pose, there were so many young people in the show who are emulating real life stories where people just don't have the confidence, you yeah. know, or don't have the support. Mm -hmm. Blanca is my girl. So which one is Blanca? I don't know the names yet. Okay, is, is this really a girl? Or you're saying? No, I'm asking. The fact that Ryan Murphy, I haven't seen the show, has employed so many transgender people mm -hmm. in it. Like you've never seen this many transgender people oh. in a major platform like so Netflix. So Blanca yeah. is a transgender character. Yes. Okay, I didn't see the show. Yeah, I didn't see the show yet. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it though. It's you very should. educational. It's good. I'm and I, watch it. I do think you know I was we were riding in the van from Wild and Out, and I was talking to executive producer shout to Niall Evans, and I was saying, you because it's season 14. I've done four seasons. I said, hey, do you remember when I got here, season 11? He was like, yeah, because we had to have a sit down conversation with the cast about, you know, being comfortable with homosexuality in, in the jokes. Because mm -hmm. Wild and Out had never had gay cast members up until Christian had done the show. And then I think, you know, whatever. So when I came in, you know, I came in very like, 
oh, this is a, this is an issue. This is a conversation that we we have to have a conversation about being comfortable because it's just jokes. Like if you're comfortable, I I, am, I said this this season. If anybody's uncomfortable with a gay joke, you're a closeted homosexual. So go back to sucking dick and let us tell the jokes because the bottom line is, the jokes are going to come out of my mouth and they're going to be gay. Right. But I was saying to him this. <laughs> I was saying to Nile in the car this season that. I was so, I was really not even emotional. I didn't cry or anything, but I, I felt like really, um, I felt touched by, no pun intended, by DC Young Fly in particular, mm -hmm. somebody from Atlanta who hasn't had a lot of exposure to having gay friends or stuff like that, mm -hmm. I would assume. But to show, to see how much he's accepted and embraced me in the show, supported me, helped me with jokes, uh, or helped me with like uh, animating jokes, you know, mm -hmm. being more animated. Um, he's great to sit back and watch in terms of his uh, capability on the show. Mm -hmm. But also, like, Stan, there was an incident where, you know, on Wild and Out last season, last season, or, yeah, two seasons ago, where somebody who was trying out for the show came on and, uh, and got on this mic and said, where are all these faggots in here? There's faggots in the room. And I remember looking like, what? And it was DC Young Fly, who everybody thought was uncomfortable, mm -hmm. who came to our rescue took the guy outside, checked him, whatever, and then Nick ended up firing the guy. Wow. Because Nick was, not even like, there was no conversation. Yeah. Right there, escort him, attorneys came, got him, escorted him out. Yeah, but that's just like, that's but it was, up. But it, but we realize that because we have a sense of humanity, you know, but we don't realize until you see like a pose or you have that type of experience, you don't really see like people have tolerance or intolerance and then there's acceptance. And there is a distinct difference. Mm -hmm. When you accept somebody for who I'm like, my friends who are my close friends will say, I accept him for who he is. He ain't perfect. That motherfucker crazy. He gonna do this. He gonna mm -hmm. do this. He has all these shortcomings, but I accept him for who he is. Those mm -hmm. are my real friends versus mm -hmm. people who say, I can hang with Jason. He all right. He cool. I can tolerate him. That's mm -hmm. one Different. benefit I think I had going to boarding school because, you know, you're in a tight knit group with all boys and some people are gay mm -hmm. and you had to learn to accept it and also learn like, this is still my brother. Like we look mm -hmm. at each other as family going into boarding school. So I had a different outlook always on it. So when people would say certain things like, oh, you know, blah, 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 who might be one of my friends that's gay. I'm like, yeah, and this dude will fight for me and I, he'll whoop your ass too at the same mm -hmm. time. So it's crazy sometimes when I hear stuff about the ignorance of it because I grew up with people who were finding themselves that turned out to be gay maybe after they graduated. But, you know, I've seen all the processes, people that, you know, eventually transitioned to be women too that I went to school with. So. Mm. I think I just came out on a benefit and just having that experience because a lot of people don't and you put yourself in fucked up situations like that where you disrespect to somebody. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Pose is definitely a shot to say everybody should go see him. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know how we got off Lamar Odom. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, uh, we're just going to leave that one alone. <laughs> yeah, okay. Last question. Um, the internet's going crazy over a poll asking, do you wash your legs in the shower? Yeah. Um, you wash your legs in the shower? Of course. Like you How to, focus on your legs? Yes. I don't focus on my legs, was, but I do wash my legs, but I don't like I don't I don't wash my legs the way I wash what? my entire body. I don't know why. I guess what people do is like it really In made, the bathtub I will though. It really made people think like they just kind of like let the water itself soapy just water just down? kind of like drench down. That's nasty. Me, 
I wash my legs because I have like the, you know, the exfoliating glove and I put my like minty little, you know, stuff and like I'm trying to like get all but my like, skin. Yeah, but like you, I use a brush. I don't use a glove. I yeah. put it on a brush and well, I'm brushing like, everything. Yeah, I want to like exfoliate all the skin on yeah. my body because dead cells start to accumulate and ooh, it's fucking nasty. Yeah, you got brush <laughs> so should I get like a bath brush then or something? Get, get a loofah. Uh, like a, a, a loofah? Loof, well, like a, no, the, the. But that little spongy thing, that's no, dirty. The exfoliating glove. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get or a brush, ex- yeah. Get the exfoliating gloves. A I brush, you can get your back, though. That's why I really got the brush. And I was like, man, just use this shit on my whole body. Get all this off. True. You, you could get I don't know anything. how you probably flexible enough. I can't wash my back with a glove. I can't do it. I am. Yeah, pretty, I, I, am pretty I mean, flexible. I actually wash their back in the shower. If I'm, if I'm in a bathtub, I'll wash my, Nasty you know, I'll do all that. But I, I'll wash my feet in my whatever. But, you know, for the most part, I think we're focused <laughs> on the areas that stink. <laughs> your ass, your underarms, your fucking balls, your ass, you know what I'm saying? Like you got all that shit to clean. You know your your legs, they don't stink. They dirty. You gonna wash them off, and you know you're gonna clean them. But I'm not sitting there scrubbing my legs the way I. Do you have any like weird hygiene like routines? Like yeah. Weird hygiene routines. Uh, I do. No, like I mean the tongue scraper thing is something new. Yeah. But. My tongue doesn't get all like some people's. I, I look in your mouth, but you, you got a white ass tongue. I'm calling Dion Warwick. <laughs> I need to know what the fuck is going on. Okay, so wait, what's your. Um... Well, I'm taking a shower. I'll try to mouthwash the whole time. I do mouthwash, but I hate mouthwash. Me too, but I try to do it the whole time because I heard the longer you do it, the more clean your mouth is. Have you ever done um, oil pulling? I want to. What is that? Oil pulling is where it's uh, swishing around coconut oil inside your mouth for about 15, 20 minutes. Coconut oil? Yeah, for a long ass time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I did it for a while. Because my dumb ass my was swallowing. My jaw was exhausted. It. Right. <laughs> it's because you ain't sucking dick on a regular. <laughs> oh, but I will say, I will say like, I will say one thing that I'm not is like today, this morning I woke up and I kissed somebody with not the best breath. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Like if I, 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 I mean, morning breath, as long as it's not like you I mean, know, singeing like, your nose. I mean, hair. if you have halitosis, you should kill yourself. Yeah, like, but you if shouldn't you brush your teeth at night, it shouldn't be that bad in the morning. Like not that bad. Yeah, it's... depending on what's going on with your gums, mm. that's why you better get that mouthwash going. Well, yeah, y'all just reminded me. I need to go make a dentist appointment just mm. for you know. We go to the same dentist. I go to your dentist, same... right? No, yeah, the black guy. You She's gave like, me his number. I know. You don't go to him anymore? I think he started to like me a little bit. <laughs> no way. Got uncomfortable. All right. Um, okay, so can we talk about the <laughs> South, South African student before we get out of here? Because this yeah. is funny. Yeah. Okay, so a South African student was arrested after he pretended to uh, be a food inspector for KFC so he can eat for free. <laughs> I mean, that's gangster. Um, yeah, so if you were to pretend to be an inspector to get free food, which restaurant would it be? Swinging Richards. <laughs> what the fuck is that? What is Swinging Richards? It's a Richards? gay strip club in Atlanta. Uh, I have never been, and I would like to go now. You would, Tiffany Haddish, you have to go when she goes. Okay. There's no more fun place to be than to be with her there. Okay. Um, where would I like to, I would probably be a food inspector for... Um, Y'all are going to think I'm so lame. Tender greens. Tender greens? Yeah, oh, I fuck with tender yes, greens. Yes. Well, they I need an inspector greens. because I'm so irritated that the goddamn chicken be pink. Why does the chicken be pink? Chicken's ah, not nasty. supposed to be pink. Okay. Well, And make- they I don't see. take credit cards. I mean, cash anymore. Did you know that? They're cashless. Oh. If you go in there and you order a meal and you're starving and you try to order tender greens and you got cash, you ain't eating. Because there'd be so mm. many people in there. They probably don't got time to be well, 50 cents. Well, when they that. switched up and went cashless, 
you know, um, at first for the first couple months, if mm. you didn't have your if you didn't have your credit card, they gave you the meal for free. Oh. So I was going in there like every week, like I forgot. No my way. Wait, when was this? This was when they first switched over to just credit cards. And when was that? This was like a few months ago, like oh, four fuck, or five months why ago. Why didn't you tell me? I, I, listen, I went in there one day, ordered lunch for me and a friend, went this to pay cash. They were like, sorry, we only take cards. I was like, well, I only have cash. When the hell did this happen? And they were like, don't worry about it. Just go ahead. After scary. that, we was up in that motherfucker like every week. It's mm. a scary about, future. I forgot my money. I feel like everything about to go cashless. Yeah, they already got the uh, the grocery stores where you can just walk out and scan something in your pocket and... Well, once shit go cashless, they could just take all your funds whenever they want. I better stop stealing then. <laughs> I don't steal. A Please joke. don't steal. I, 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 yeah, this, right. Are you kidding me? I won't even steal a grape out of a fucking supermarket. I'm so paranoid. I didn't know you couldn't do that until like I got a little older. Like my mom used to let me walk around. I used to eat the grapes and yeah. like. Oh, you should see me when I'm in the grocery store and I go to like, you know, the little bins that have like the chocolate, you know, almonds and stuff oh, yeah. like that. I'm totally like just looking around if any. I look so fucking suspicious trying to just steal a fucking chocolate covered The almond. only time I'm in a grocery store is when I have this whole revelation that I need to eat healthier. So what I'm actually doing often, is going around and judging everybody else's basket. I'm like, bitch, you know you need to put that ham hock away. <laughs> Nigga, if you don't put them prunes away, I don't smell your ass over here farting, farting ass. All right, I think we ran out of time, but thank you everybody for tuning into another. This hasn't been as inspirational as the shows you guys did. We got to get back to some of that. These topics set us up for yeah, for this recklessness. Shit. Yeah, well, and I said the PSAs now. Listen, okay, this is uh, they need. There's a balance. Has okay, balance. ratchet okay. and righteous. We'll, we'll get some. Like we'll, we'll get Dion on here. Or something. Yeah, I, I doubt <laughs> that will ever happen. Wait, uh, the uh, so. Let me say, I will say that while you were gone, and this was even before you came back, on, came on the show, mm-hmm. but then when you came on in the April and all that was here, I was overcompensating mm-hmm. with like fuck shit to keep the conversation going. Because mm. I look back at some of the conversations, there was no boundaries. There was, and I, and I am not gonna say I don't believe everything I say. I mean, do I think Dionne Warwick should be put in a casket before she said with Beyonce? No. Do I think she's a little deranged and should probably keep some of her uh, senile commentary to herself because she's fucking with the wrong bitch? Yeah. But I do feel like like my saying how I feel is never gonna change. But some of the craziness I was saying was just like trying to do too much to entertain the audience and i did say watching the shows when i was gone you know i do love the idea of having real conversations we've invited karen bass on the show yeah you know uh she's a uh, part of the you know the she's a uh, part of the house correct senator bass she's a sen- mm-hmm. senator right yeah 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 is she a senator or congresswoman senator Mm-hmm. Is she a senator? Mm-hmm. Having more shows like that, I think, are important because yeah. you have yeah. to have a balance. Yeah, but also his checks and balances system has come back. <laughs> no, for sure. Because, you know, Melissa used to look at me. There'd be time I'd be like, and, that, and, 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 and she'd be sitting across like, oh, for real? Now you already know you're going to get killed for that. I'd be like, yeah, let's edit that out. <laughs> but I appreciate yes. the checks and balances system. Yeah. And um, I do, I love the idea that you guys had in the conversation about a black a black father because mm-hmm. I think like Important. one thing that I'm just so stuck on right now on Hollywood Unlocked is police brutality against mm-hmm. black people mm-hmm. like I like I had my own incident that I I kind of feel 
disappointed in myself for not pursuing Mm -hmm. because the city attorney called and everything Mm -hmm. because like there's this big investigation going on how what they did to me Mm -hmm. and i'm thinking how angry i got when the cop came into my car and Mm -hmm. i did nothing Mm -hmm. like i didn't i didn't promote it on hollywood unlocked i Mm -hmm. didn't go make a big story out of it i didn't sue or i didn't do anything i just let it happen Mm -hmm. and i'm thinking like when i see what's happening online i do want to do more stuff like that so i appreciate you guys inspired me i'm like oh well hey we gotta do some more of that that's what we were hoping that's what we're hoping Mm -hmm. all right well thank you guys for listening to us you know talk some shit today (laughs) and we out of here and we're out bye everybody bye